Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove, and today I'd like to talk about Einstein and the mystery of time. When I was a younger person, a child, uh, I was told that there may be only a dozen people on the whole earth who understand Einstein's theories. Now, maybe or maybe not that was an exaggeration, and one is led to believe that today, so many decades later, why there are hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of people who now understand Einstein's theories. But I wonder if people have really thought it through. Einstein's theory of relativity points out that time itself is relative. Prior to Einstein, we thought that time is absolute, that the uh, passage of time is the same on our planet as it would be on any other planet. But Einstein's discovery, to put it simply, is this, the faster you go, the slower time goes, so that if you're traveling at the speed of light, say if you're a photon or you're riding on a photon, Time stops completely. So, that means a photon can travel from one end of the universe to the other. And uh, that distance is um, many, many billions of light years. So, if, if we were on Earth watching the passage of a photon across the universe, it would take many, many billions of years according to our clocks. But the person riding on that photon would experience no passage of time at all. And if a human being were in a spaceship traveling at the speed of light, if that were possible, that person wouldn't age. Billions of years could pass by on Earth, but not for that time traveler, that space traveler. Well, let's think about the implications of that discovery. You see, we are composed of atoms and molecules, and the atoms and molecules are composed of particles, and amongst those particles are photons. The cells in our body actually emit photons. Photons are a very important part of our biological existence. We communicate, of course, through photons. You're watching this video because of photons. The internet works because of photons, radios, telephones, all of these things are associated with photons. We are immersed in photons, like fish in the water. We may not be aware of it, but we are swimming in photons. And these photons, well, what are they really? They're mysterious packets of energy. They have no mass. But they do have energy, and they travel at the speed of light, each and every one of them. And of course, the photon is part of a spectrum, and we see light as part of that spectrum, but gamma rays are also photons. Uh, they are electromagnetic. Uh, the whole spectrum, as described by the uh, equations of Faraday and Maxwell, it's all electromagnetic, and we are it. It is us. That's what I'd like to say. We're made out of photons. One could even go so far, as my mentor Arthur Young did, is to suggest that uh, the biblical phrase, in the beginning, God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw it and said, this is good. 
that's the origin of things. The other particles uh, emerge from the collision of uh, high energy photons. So you could say that it all began with photons. And photons have certain mysterious properties. Arthur Young referred to it sometimes as the quantum of action. And one of the properties attributed to photons is called the principle of least action. Now, I used to think of that as equivalent to the principle of least resistance, like when water flows down a hill, it always will follow the path of least resistance. But no, the principle of least action is different. It might even violate the principle of least resistance because a photon will get to its destination in the shortest possible time, the least amount of action required to get there. But that may sometimes require it to go through a path of greater resistance as if the photon is able to exhibit purpose. It knows where it's going. <laughs> and there are those people, panpsychists like Arthur Young himself really was, who would suggest that consciousness exists in a tiny measure in the photon itself. The timeless photon, the photon that never experiences the passage of time. You could say in many ways that the uh, realm of pure light, the realm of the photon, is like the realm of pure spirit. And we are intimately connected to it. This is why I, I am speculating. That's what I want you to know. I am speculating that we partake of eternity, meaning a a realm outside of time itself. And furthermore, because the photons are traveling throughout the universe and are interacting with particles and planets and people and uh, conscious beings and animals and plants throughout the universe at different time scales, they're all connected. So not only are we connected to the realm of no time, but we're connected to the realms of all time. The many, infinitely many realms of all time through the photons that pass through our bodies every minute of the day. It suggests that what the mystics have referred to as cosmic consciousness, simultaneous awareness of everything at once, awareness of eternity, but awareness of the distant past and the near past and all the intermediate realms of the past and the future. Because the photons that are touching us right now will travel throughout time and space and may land up in a distant location billions of years from now in the future, but for the photon, no time at all will have passed. It's a paradox, and we partake of that paradox. That paradox is something about our consciousness, about our potential for expanding our consciousness to include all time and all space. And of course, that seems rather grandiose. You and I are living our small lives here on this planet. We have our ego concerns. We have we are attached to and grounded to all sorts of uh, 
petty politics, uh, business concerns. How are we going to feed and house ourselves and our families? What are we going to have for breakfast? So we may lose sight of the fact that we are also, I would say, instruments of infinity. Well, perhaps it's a question of choice, or perhaps it's a question of our capacity. Maybe it's simply more than our nervous systems can bear to handle the immense awareness that we are capable of if we consider our being at the level of the photons out of which our, the matter of our bodies are composed. But let me ask you this. To what degree are you open to cosmic consciousness? To what degree would it be useful in your life to be able to partake of this dimension of reality? Would you get blown away by it and become one of those God-intoxicated fools? Or would it be possible for you to use that level of awareness instrumentally in a manner that enhances your life? Let me leave you with that thought and thank you for being with me.